Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to Pop Off, the show where we take your favorite movies, music, and TV, and we rank them. I'm your host, Ethan Kaufman. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this is our first music episode, and while typically I'd say we're ranking albums, nah, today today we're ranking eras. I will be giving you my list of every Taylor Swift album, worst to best, along with this episode's guest, Sarah Kachi. Sarah, welcome! Hi, thank you for having me. Welcome to the show. How are you thank doing you. today? I'm doing pretty good. Just woke up. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> so, when did you become a Swifty? How long have you been on so, the Tay train? Like, always. All right. Because I remember when um, Fearless came out, and I got the Fearless CD. That was in 2008. So, yeah, I was like four. What? <laughs> no, I wasn't even four. Wait, five, six. I was three. Okay. I don't remember. I don't know if it was like when it came out, but I remember my mom getting me the CD, and I was like, "Oh, I think I think you got the wrong CD. This doesn't look like Taylor Swift," because the album cover I like didn't recognize it. But yeah, so I would say confidently, I have always been a Swifty. Okay. Yeah. I I'm less so. Like she's obviously been a constant presence for me, just because you know she's Taylor Swift. She's, she's in everywhere. The music industry. She's the princess of pop. She's the queen of the bridge. Um, no, but I listened to her discography back in 2021, and then I got more into her last summer when Speak Now, Taylor's version came out. Good album. That was, that was like my Swifty awakening. Saw the Eras Tour movie on the big screen. Yes. We had, we had that experience. Um, and my cousins love her, so like, there's no way that I'm not getting Taylor Swift crammed down my throat whenever I'm with them. Yes, but it's like a good cram down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I enjoy it. This is the first episode I feel a little outmatched. I feel I feel like I've I've like I've been listening to Taylor Swift all week to try and get just closer to your level. Okay. Maybe a little. Um, and I also have a very tough time talking about music. Okay. So this might be a this might be a challenging one. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing my Aerosmith shirt, so I'm ready to go. I'm not. Yeah. I'm wearing a Lord shirt, which is like the closest thing. They're I friends. Have. They're friends. Yeah. 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 And I feel like Taylor Swift is a very interesting person to do an album ranking for because I'm more of an instrumental person instead of like a lyrics person. She doesn't. She does. She's more about lyrics. She's more about lyrics, and she's helped me get more into lyrics, like maybe more than any other artist. Yeah, her li- her lyrics are undoubtedly like amazing. Yeah, like you cannot like her, but you can't ad- you can't admit that she has bad lyrics. Right, it's you're more of a lyrics person, right? I don't know. I feel like I'm more about the overall like flow of the song. If the song sounds good together and there's not too many lyrics or like the lyrics aren't like all that fancy, I'm okay with that. It's whatever whatever sounds best, honestly. I'm not too picky. All right. I, th- I think we'll have some different rankings, or maybe everything's so. just going to be the same. No, Who I knows? think we'll have a... D- I have a little bit of a unorthodox ranking, according An to the Unorthodox Swifties. ranking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, I don't know how, like, unorthodox... I don't know if people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, she's just... She's, she's so different, but, like, you know. All right. We'll see. All right, I'm going to get into my number 10. Okay. Which is her debut album, Taylor Swift. That's immediately wrong. That's immediately wrong. Where is this for you? <laughs> no, every everyone everyone always ranks debut as the last album. I have it seven. You have it seven. I love debut. I think what she did at such a young age is so impressive. And I think 16. people are, this came out when she was sixteen. She wrote The Outside when she was twelve. She wrote A Place in This World when she was thirteen. Crazy. How? I was like I don't even think I like spoke English when I was twelve. I obviously did. But you know, like <laughs> I just think people are so easy to overlook this album just because it was the first one, and it's the country album. Yeah. That people are like, oh, you know, it's like it's not her best one. It might not be her best one, but it's an overall good time. And I think it's really relatable as like an actual teenager, especially being like a younger teenager. So. Yeah. I the reason I have it number ten because I do like it is a solid album. I think I don't dislike it at all. She doesn't have a bad album. There's just, I, it's fine. I don't get much from it. And it's like, everything she did here, I think she did do better on Fearless. 
I get that. Yeah. I, I love It's Fearless. a very basic standard country album for me, but it does have, like, um, our song, Teardrops on My Guitar. It has it has some classics already right out of the gate. It does. But I just, I do think it feels very much like a first album, and I don't like it when first albums feel like that. So even okay, though well, it, even though I mean, it is she had good, her EP first. She did. Beautiful Eyes EP. Yep. But she, like, she removed that from, like, the face of the earth and, like, used some of, like, the instrumentals for her debut album. Mm-hmm. See, this I'm, is why I'm we getting... need you here. You're the this historian. This is embarrassing. What's your number 10? My number 10, number 10 album? Yeah. 1989, Taylor's Wow. Version. I know. That's a really, really, like, that's a decision. That's a decision. You said Taylor's version specifically, though. So is oh, that... Oh, Taylor's version for all of them. I don't have, like, separate rankings for Taylor's version. Okay. I just had, you know, had to let the viewers know that I listened to the... But the... it's, this is the hits album. Why so low? Because it's a hits album. That's why? I don't know. I feel like... This is just... style. This has wildest dreams. What are we doing? I know... I know, it, all the songs are so good, and I feel like I, ha- I have the original CD in my car from when I was like, from when it came out originally, and I feel like I've been listening to that, to that like a good amount, and like after Taylor's version came out, I've started to like it a little bit more. I just feel like it just doesn't do it for me like the same way the other ones do. Wow. I don't know, and it's really, really good. It's the worst of the best. Like it's still really, really good. Yeah. yeah. I this is my number five. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> is this gonna be a trend? It's. Please don't let this be a trend. Okay. I'll try. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no this promises. Is, this is like the radio hits album. This is the one that I feel like everyone, even people who aren't familiar with Taylor Swift, no, this is the one that like I asked my dad to name Taylor Swift songs, and he just kept naming like Blank Space, Bad Blood, like Shake It Off, everything from this album. I think that's why it pisses me off a yeah? little bit because when people are like, "Oh, Taylor Swift, like Shake It Off," but she has songs that are so much more like lyrically, musically, but the better. guitar on style is the greatest thing ever. That's true. I love style. <laughs> yeah. I love style so much. But I'm just saying, like, I think people, when people hear Taylor Swift, they're like, oh, she's, you know, just that pop, like, shake it off, you know. Like, that's that's who she is. And I feel like they don't look a little bit deeper into her music and what she's done as a person. Or not as a person, like, as a musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, I just, it's really hard for me to disassociate the 1989 music from the 1989 era where she was, like, not doing well. I feel when I listen to 1989 a lot of the time, I'm like, oh, this is the era where she was, like, starving herself. And she's talked about how that, talked about that. And as for Taylor That's Swift, she's, she very much associates the era with the album. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just, also, I really didn't like her haircut. That's really... It's, That's it's really a, it's unrelated, a but it's, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> um, one of the reasons I really like this one is because one of the best things about Taylor Swift is just her ability to like kind of mix in different genres, and I think this feels very much like the culmination of her like really the first half of her discography. Because like I look at Fearless as a country album, I look at Speak Now as like a country album with some pop. I look at Red as a pop album with some country, and then this is just straight pop. And it feels like a sort of culmination of that, and I really like that. But I don't know. I don't no, know. No, I like that. I like that, too. Yeah. I don't know. That's this true. Is the only, this is the this only is Taylor's like version so album. far that I do think is worse than the original. Interesting. Interesting take. Yeah. It, I love the Vault songs, though. The they, Vault songs are good. They, I, this morning I saw something. I was like, um, is it over now if it was produced in 2014? Because I feel like, and it was like really interesting to hear because the vault songs from this album were produced in such a, like I love Jack Antonoff, but he produced them like Jack Antonoff. Yeah. He, they sound like Midnight's tracks. Yeah. They sound like dejected Midnight's tracks. Rejected didn't Midnight's yeah. tracks. No, I do agree with that. I think it it has made it like a little 
not worse, but just like conflicting to go back and listen to it. Because like yeah. I, I will admit it, I did listen to the original for this this past week when I was going back to okay, it. Okay, I, I can forgive they're just, that. They're, they're mixed better. They are. They sound so much better. Yeah. Like, clean, like clean is too clean now. <laughs> Give it a little dirt. Give it a little dirt. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get into my number nine. My number okay. nine is Midnight's. <sighs> Where's Midnight's for you? Five. Five. Ooh, taking each other's fives. I love Midnight's so much. I think that Midnight's is her only step backwards. I think really? it is very, very safe, and I don't like that. Like, it won all of these Grammys. It was, I feel like, kind of always going to. It's just one of those albums that feels like it was manufactured to be a hit machine to get streams on Spotify, Apple Music, and that's kind of it. I wanted more out of it. Okay, I can understand that. Like, it's department store pop, but in a way that's, like, different from 1989, where it has, like, a little less charisma. It feels like anyone could have made this. I'm so sorry. My heart. Oh, stabbing me over and over again. Lavender Haze is good. Antihero is a hit. Karma's fun. It has a Lana Del Rey feature. I'm going to like that. But do you prefer... Snow on the Beach featuring Lana Del Rey or Snow on the Beach featuring more Lana Del Rey? More Lana Del Rey. Uh, Give so me true. all of the Lana Del all Rey, All the Lana please. Del Rey. Ta- she said that Taylor originally wanted her to sing the whole thing. It's very vanilla. I don't know. And like you <sighs> said, like the Jack Antonoff production on here, you can feel it so hard. That's part of its and- charm. I don't find it charming. <laughs> no. No. I don't know. She put the mid in Midnight's. I'm sorry. What can Ooh. I tell you? She put the mid in Midnight's. Why is hurts. this your five? What because you I like? love this album. Why do you love this album? I... Honestly, I really, really like the lyrics on this album. Okay. The lyrics all feel so, like, real. Like, Antihero, people hate it. People say it's her worst radio song. It's, it's like... her worst radio song. People say that. Who says that? Lots of people. They think that it's, like, it's just too general. But I feel like this is the album... She hasn't really opened up about, like, necessarily her insecurities in the last albums. I mean, like, on Lover, she was talking about, like, people thought this was who I am, but this is actually, like, me. And that was, like, her This Is Me album. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Like, Antihero is all about her insecurities. The way she looks, the way she acts, who she is as a person is not necessarily not okay, but, like, she's, like, cringy, she's too tall, she's too much. And I can relate that to that, like, a lot as a person, so I feel like this album, I just like it. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I, mean, I feel like she's done stuff like that better in the past. I don't know. And, like, comparing it to other art, like, Lana Del Rey with A&W last year, which was my song of the year last year, it's... I don't know. It's not an original idea of hers. Like, she's done it before, and she's done it better. It works when it's less poppy, I think. Like, that's not the kind of message from, a like, a radio-friendly pop song that I feel like works as that. Okay, but then you said it's too in the box, but then wouldn't that be out of the box if it's something that's not it's done? It's out of the box, but it doesn't work entirely. <laughs> it's too far out of it's the box. It's too far out of the box. <laughs> okay. Oh, I accidentally just played Bejeweled on my phone. Don't um, play Bejeweled right now. I didn't mean to. Stop I didn't playing mean Bejeweled, to. Sarah. I didn't mean to. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can admit that there are some songs on it that aren't the best. Vigilante, S-H-I-T, needed <laughs> more. I like the bridge in that song, like the ladies always rise above, that yeah. one. And I feel like it's really short. And other than that, the song feels too, like, it wants to be, like, edgy. But it's, like, it's still Taylor Swift and she's not edgy. Yeah. All right, yeah. what's, what's your number nine? My number nine is, okay, this feels, like, painful to say. Oh, because boy. I love this album what so much. What is this going to be? Lover. No. I know. Okay, 
I there's no good way to rank Taylor Swift albums. There's not because maybe I ranked debut too high. It's too late now. I can't it's go back. It's too late now. You can't go back. I can't go back. Just know that I'm. I'm this is gotta, not a solid. Gotta ranking. be decisive here. This is not, not a solid ranking. There's several like interchangeable things on mine too. They're all interchangeable. Yeah. I I love this album so much. I feel like it doesn't do it for me as much. I don't know. Can't explain it. That's fair. Just the overall like vibes. Yeah, I don't know. Lover, Lover's my number six. Um, it's the one that's grown on me the most, I think. I didn't care for no, it that I much agree. when I first heard it. Same. And then, um, like, opening the Aristore movie with it. Um, I cried. You cried? Yes. <laughs> I, like, going back to it this week to prepare for this episode, it has so many bangers. It does. Cool and Summer? And now I'm looking at it, and you I'm like, damn, it ranked it too low. You can't put an album with Cool <laughs> Summer in ninth place. I didn't rank this correctly. You didn't rank I don't know what correct. I would have changed. Why but did you do this? I was I don't dancing know, in my room to Cruel Summer didn't last night. I prepare. I don't like some of the songs. I don't like Paper Rings. That song annoys I, me. You don't like Paper Rings? When it's I so say cute. I don't like it, like it's, it's still so a Taylor cute. Swift it's song, so I love song. it. But I love it, but I don't like it, you know? Okay, but like, Lover. Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Fun fact, but I listened to Lover the, the first the first time. Afterglow. The Archer. Yes, I know these songs are wonderful. Um, Cornelius Street. It's got so yes. much. I know. It's got so much. Know. Um, but it also has Me, which is really, really bad and is maybe my least favorite Taylor Swift song. Everybody thinks that. But I'm coming to defend Me. No, no. When I say Reputation, she t- tore down what people thought about her. So this is this idea you have of Me. Me. Who is she? <laughs> the idea of me. Who is she? Um, that's a line from Midnight's, though, so I'm going to stop. Once she tore down Reputation, she could build it back up. So yeah. the only logical reason, at the beginning of the Lover music video, it's a snake that turns into like a pink snake and then explodes into like butterflies. <laughs> that is her saying, that's not who I am. This is who I am. This is the album where I'm going to be the most me I can possibly be. She's singing about her favorite things in rainbow glitter unicorn cats. I think I can appreciate it because it does that and it feels meaningful. But I understand the um, that people don't like it as a song because it's not her best song by yeah, far. It's not. I don't like it. I actually, I hate it, actually. Oh. Um, but I do get what it's going for. And I honestly, I think it fails to do what the rest of the album succeeds in doing. I think it's honestly the worst song on the album, so I don't know why Definitely. she would. Yeah. I think, but you know, the Cruel Summer should, be, should have been a single thing. That's not a new argument. I'm not the first one to make that argument. Yeah, Cruel Summer is just the best. Like, Olivia Rodrigo Cruel tried to do Summer. it with Deja Vu and succeeded, just not as good. Because, like, <laughs> Cruel Summer is Cruel Summer. I don't know. This this whole album is, like, very bubblegum pop and colorful. It, it sounds like the album cover, and it all works for It sounds me. like the album cover. For, I love the end of Daylight when she says... I want to be defined by the things that I love, not things that I hate, not things I'm afraid of, things uh, that haunt me in the middle of the night. I just think that you are what you love. That is the Taylor Swift ever. The Taylor Swift ends the album, last lyric. It was on my grad cap, so I have lots of love for that ending, and I think that it's a really good way to end the album. It feels complete. Let's get into my number eight. Okay. Reputation. Same. Yay, we agree on something. Yeah, What, what don't you like about it if it's this low? I don't love... How all the songs kind of have the same, like, fake fierceness. Does that make sense? That's a good way to put it. Like, I love this album, but I think, like, Look What You Made Me Do, it's not Taylor. I listen to it, and I'm like, I know this isn't her. It's like she's playing a character. You said this before. This is like Taylor trying to be edgy, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work entirely. I do still, there's a lot, this is very hit or miss for me. Like, you have, like, Look What You Made Me Do, which is 
not not great. Still love it. Um, why is Still love why it. is Future on a Taylor Swift album <laughs> and Ed Sheeran? The way it's why are they the same song? I know. Why is Ed Sheeran rapping on a Taylor Swift album? What? So it, many it, questions. Don't stop doing that, Ed. But then again, like but then, Getaway like, Car, fall. Delicate, Don't Blame Me. They're all really, really good. Also, Great World Tour. Yes. Um, this is a really fun album. Like, quality-wise, I don't think it's quite at the level of a bunch of her other stuff, but just, I have fun listening to it. It's not very polished, but it's also her trying to play with her image more than she ever had before. And I think it's just, you know, it's a, it's a fun exercise in being a celebrity. I think this is one of the albums where people look over a lot of the best songs on it. Like, yeah. King of My Heart, So It Goes... I mean, Don't Blame Me until it went viral on TikTok. Now everyone knows Don't Blame Me, but previously, right. Don't Blame Me. Like, these are some of her most, I don't want to say catchy, because they're all catchy. But, yeah. like, these are one of the, some of the songs that, like, I think are really, really underrated. It's fun. It's, it's a good time. It's nothing more than fun, but it's fun. And even if she's trying to be edgy and is failing brutally, <laughs> I don't hold it against her. I think she does do a good job in tearing down, in the purpose of the album, which was I do to tear down yeah. the reputation that she had. I mean... Where were you when she deleted her Instagram grid and posted the three snake videos? I was in the center of my town in the car, sitting outside the library. I was I remember. not into Taylor Swift yet, but... Well, I was, okay. and I knew exactly where I was. <laughs> What's my number seven? What is your number seven? What's my number seven? My number seven is Fearless. Oh, Where's Fearless for you? I love Fearless. It's four. It's four. Okay. okay. So Fearless, I think, like I said before, is everything she did on her debut, but better. I think the production's better. I think the songwriting's better. Um, you belong with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a really good country album. I I generally don't I love, love country that I much. Love it. I love it's it. It's a really it. good country album. Um, I just talked over this you. This proved she had the juice past one album. Yes. This like cemented her as a, as like a as a player. Yes. 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 Why do you love Fearless more than me? Because uh, honestly, this is the most nostalgic album for her. Like okay. when people are like, Taylor Swift is my childhood. Folk or folklore. folklore. Fearless is my childhood. This song, these songs, like I have the CD. I have the burned CD version because mm-hmm. we had one CD, but three people in the family who wanted to listen to it. I just think that all the songs are very good. I yes. don't have anything else to say. I'm so sorry. I have nothing. That's the thing. I feel like I don't have a lot to say about Fearless. It's just like really good. It's cute. I don't have problems. It's very with cute. It. It's like it's perfect. It's not perfect, but like it's pretty close. It's, pr- it's pretty close. It's pretty close. And why isn't it your number one, Sarah? It has really good vault tracks. I think since this was the first re-recording, it's really interesting to see how she did it. This is one of the only re-recordings where I think I'm listening to it in public, and I can't tell if it's Taylor's version or regular. Really? Like, no, I have to like listen. Like, I have to like pay attention and listen. I do. I think the producing is very. It's the exact same, which I really appreciate because as we talked about earlier, some of the other re-recordings, yeah. you can tell it's made in 2023, 2024, whatever. I think as she's gone through making the re-recordings, she's like taken more liberties with the sound and the production and like been more willing to make it sound a little different. It feels like, yeah, this this is the one that feels like like the exact same album. Yeah. And I think all the vault tracks feel like they are vault tracks from this album, this era. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. Cool. Yeah. Swag. Swag. What's your six? 
six album. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. I only ranked nine albums. You only ranked nine albums. Wait, 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 wait. Speak now. <gasps> speak now. I forgot. Speak now in my ranking. Bro. No. Bro. No. Wait. Where Bro. Would... I'm so sorry, pop off listeners. I forgot. Speak now and messed up the entire ranking. Where would speak now be for you? Let's call it six because it six. I messed up my ranking really bad. Okay. So why is it your number six? <laughs> number six. Heavy air quotes. Yeah. I forgot to rank it. Um, my mom never told me it came out. I had no idea this album existed. She was gatekeeping Speak Now. She, I literally had no clue this album existed. So it doesn't have the same, like, nostalgia no value. got it from your list. It doesn't have the same, like, nostalgia value that, um, like, Fearless does in Red that I feel like adds to me liking their those albums. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the story of us, but no, I doesn't... No, back to December? No I mean, Enchanted? I mean, like, probably. Like, a There's little some bit. some of her best. I, I agree, but it just doesn't have the same nostalgia. That's but fair. I like them, and I, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Speak Now, I think, is, like, her first truly great album. Um, this is the... <gasps> the Fearless Shade is crazy. I'm sorry. Fearless is really good. Speak Now is a 9 out of 10, though, for me. I love that she wrote all the songs on her own. Yes. I think that is amazing and wonderful. This is the best her country sound has ever been, easily. This is my number three, by the way. So, okay. So thanks for the, the Speak Now disrespect. I'm because sorry. Because this is my top three. Guys, listeners, I'm very, very sorry. This being the album, if there was one, that made me a, in heavy air quotes, Swifty, I think I think gives it a little bit Why of bias. Why heavy air quotes? Why aren't you... A- You're the one in the era store shirt right now. Okay. Okay. We can both be Swifties. Okay. All right. Swifty is not a dirty word. Fine. I'm a Swifty. <laughs> All right. No, I... This is a very personal album for me. I, I love a lot of the songs on it. Um, Dear John, the way that she, like, steals, basically, a John Mayer guitar riff as the instrumental so for Dear good. John. What the hell? <laughs> so good. Haunted, Long Live. This only having one song in the Eras Tour movie is maybe the angriest that I've ever been. Yeah, I don't. She performed like all of Midnight's, but one song from. Yeah, Speak Now. she did like half of Midnight's, half of Folklore, and then she comes out with Enchanted, and that's it. Also, so, I, I can see it was the best vault track easily by far. I can see you waiting. De- I did guita- not. The guitar riffs? I didn't They're like think, all warm and summery. I thought these were this is one of her worst vault tracks. Boo! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Boo, I'm sorry. I'll Sarah. talk when this album comes. When album get like, off is, my podcast. When, it, when this album is ranked, I just think I also didn't love the features. Like no? I, no, I'm just not like a Haley. I'm not like a Paramore girl. So Haley Williams. You don't like Paramore? I don't dislike Paramore. Girl, what? I don't listen to them, and they sued Olivia Rodrigo. So you can like both. I can. I don't have anything against Paramore. Okay. But I'm not like an avid Paramore listener. All right, or an avid Speak Now listener, it would seem, given that this you know wasn't on your list. I'm at sorry. All, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If right. My mind is going a million places at all times. Cool. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Evermore, which is my number f- my number four. Mine's number three. Evermore is like so often talked about as like the little sister to folklore. It's not a little sister. It is. It's a twin but sister. But it's so much better than that. It has Willow, which is my favorite Taylor Swift opening track. It has Evermore, which is my favorite Taylor Swift closing track. It has Champagne Problems. Nobody, no crime. Tolerate it. This has tolerate it. It has it, do- it has so many really hey, good songs. Hey, Dorothea, do you ever stop and think about me? It has Ivy, which is my favorite Taylor Swift song. Really? Yeah, tied for number one. Okay. With one that we'll get to we'll later. We'll get to. I think I, I know I think we're the same is. number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this is really pretty. It's very indie. And it, fe- again. Marjorie. <gasps> Marjorie. Marjorie. I love it. It's so beautiful. I can't not compare it to folklore. I just kind of have to. But it's so much better than, like, 
a second folklore. Like, it's its own thing. It's very, it feels more, I don't know if chill's the right word. No, I it get it. It feels more wintry. Yeah, Taste the Damn Season. Evermore feels like, like a dark fall leaf that's fallen off of a tree. And you're standing there, and you're holding the leaf, and you're listening to this music. Is this a Taylor Swift lyric? This sounds like a Taylor Swift lyric. It's not a Taylor Swift okay. lyric. <laughs> that's it? That's all That's all Evermore feels like? Um, thoughts it's... on Closure. Good. Very good. Closure I, gets a lot of hate. I like everything I feel like it on this like, album. I feel like Closure, the beginning of it, with like the... Kind of sounds like that um, that song from High School Musical 2 where they're in the kitchen. It's um, Taylor Swift's attempt at a bad mid-2000s electronic dance song for 10 seconds until it becomes a regular Taylor Swift song. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just feels like that beginning of Closure feels really out of place. It does. I like it. Evermore good. Like Evermore. Yay, Evermore. Good album. Oh, I just actually cued a random song from this album. Stop trying to play Taylor Swift songs. I didn't mean to. I keep accidentally playing it. I guess we'll get into number two. I, do so we the have, same number two and number one. We have the same number two. Okay. One, two, three. three. Red. red. Yay. I love red. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Red, 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 red. Um, it's got the same nostalgia factor for me that F- Fearless does. This is the most nostalgic Taylor Swift album to me. Like, this is the one at, like, summer camp. Like, everyone would be playing songs from this. All, all the hits are good. There's so many hits, and they're all very good. And this is the album with the best vault tracks. But what about the actual album, Sarah? I'm sorry. <laughs> Do I... we have the same favorite Taylor Swift song if yours no. isn't? What if is yours your isn't Ivy? What's your favorite song? All Too Well. No, no. Damn it. No. It's your best song. People, many, many people think this. I've cried to this. I cried to this song twice while watching the Aerostore movie. Two separate times. I don't feel like songs don't really make me cry, so I can't relate Fakes to that. Fake Swifty. Fake Swifty. You didn't cry all too I'm well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, Red, sorry. State of Grace, Begin Again. I just I has, like, trouble. It has I knew you would trouble when you walked in. And then it becomes a dubstep like, song. Trouble, trouble, yeah. trouble. I like remember being in second grade and me, my best friend Marin, were obsessed with this album. Uh-huh. Shout out Marin. Shout out Marin. <laughs> This is more pop-based than Speak Now, but it like it's it's more of a subtle change in direction. I feel like than other different. I don't know. She's always been very good at like mixing pop hooks with like very descript cutting lyrics, and this might be this might be her best run at that. I get that. Yeah, this might be my favorite Taylor's version production-wise. It just it sounds so nice. I agree. This one also feels like a nice fall day. Yeah. The Red Taylor's version album cover is very Red Taylor's just, version. Just her with like the little hat on yes, and the hand on like, the hat. And the, the she's red so vibes. And the red ring yeah. that says red on it. Nothing else to like say. She was just, just told cute. to serve and then she just did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think this is her best um, Ed Sheeran feature. I mean, compared to Endgame. <laughs> yeah, try to forgive, but we just can't. And I bury hatchets, but we. <laughs> I don't know what part of this Why is he on there? I don't know. Why is he on there? I don't know. I love Red. I love I Red. I love Red so much. Me too. But folklore! folklore! So true. Yay! Yay! Everyone cheered. Fake fan if you don't have folklore at number one. This is so true. Yeah. She's so folk. It. She's so indie. In the best way. In the best way. This is like her best production. It sounds so nice. That's that's the thing that held me back from Taylor Swift like years ago was because I am a very instrumentally focused person and her vocals always like stood out way more than the music and like the lyrics. She's always been a pop art. Well, not always, but 
She's a pop artist. Yeah, yeah, but like this is the first time I think she took the instrumentals, and I think a lot of that was due to like how this was made, like in like quarantine. Her songwriting is like more mature here than it's ever been. I agree. This one feels all the other she, albums. She curses now. Ooh. This album, all the other albums, brought like her going through her life, finding things out, learning. I feel like this is her album where she's like she's in quarantine. She she knows. Not everything, obviously. No, she but, does know everything. <laughs> but, like, I feel like she's, at this point, she's learned most of the lessons that she would, like, other, that she would have written about. Mm-hmm. She's writing about other people finding out these lessons. Yeah. And I think the fact that this is a storytelling, like, this album tells a story, is so amazing. And it is probably exactly why it won Album of the Year at the Grammys. Yeah. Cardigan? They haven't done anything like that in a while. I mean, if I'm wrong, that's something that's done, that has been done before, but not in a while. My tears ricochet. This is me trying. Exile. There's so many good songs. Every song's good. Every song is good. Every Best song, good. Invisible String. Really? Yes. That's not in my top five. Do, 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 this is like, this is, this is the Taylor, Taylor Swift album that gets on those like sad indie playlists on Spotify. And I love those. Not to disrespect the Swifties, but like... I have a fondness for Lord, Phoebe Bridgers, other artists that I haven't had for Taylor Swift, and this was the album that changed that, and that I think got her on that level for me. I think this album, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Taylor Swift is the music industry. I think this album really proves that, because she changed up her, like, going from Lover to this album. I know. Is, it's, it's quite the switch, and I think it was really well done, it shows that she's very versatile, and it's not just, like, bubblegum pop, like... Like, radio, like, star, you know, like, pop star girl. Yeah. I don't know. But this shows that she has, like, genuine range, emotional maturity, and ability to write songs about things that matter. Yeah. I think this one brings a level of lyricism and, like, understanding mm-hmm. that the other ones don't have. I think for the biggest pop artist in the world, the fact that this feels so, like, small and contained... I really love it. It's like it's cozy. It's so cozy. She said like on the she said on the Eras tour that she when she was writing the song she wanted to like she wanted to be in like a cabin in the woods like with like blankets and like wooden walls and stuff and that's what like the folklore cabin. That's the aesthetic. That's what the that's why she made the folklore cabin. That's where she wanted to be. That's where she pictured this album like existing. Yeah, that's our Taylor Swift ranking. Yay! Yay! I've made some mistakes in my ranking. Should I, I, I'm going to do my final yeah, ranking. Gonna, final gonna re-ranking. I'm going to make a revised ranking. ranking. What's your revised ranking? Folklore, Red, Evermore, Fearless, Midnights, which all didn't change. Okay. And then Lover, Reputation, Speak Now, Debut, 1989. Okay. That's, I respect that pretend more. Pretend I said that the whole time. I respect that more because Speak Now is on it, which it wasn't Since originally. Now that I've... Now that I've like talked it over and like actually thought about it, that's my revised ranking. That's what it's been the whole time. Wonderful. All right. <laughs> That is it for this episode. Sarah, thanks for being on here. Thank you for having me on. This was so much fun. Thank you all for listening uh, to Pop Off, the best podcast in the world ever. Only podcast ever. Only podcast ever. This has been Pop Off. We'll see you next week. Sarah, we won't see you. You won't be here. But it was, it was fun having you. I got kicked you. off. Yeah. <sighs> it's okay. First, first person <laughs> to forget a spot on their ranking. <laughs> there's only 10, too. It's like there's that many. I know. There's not. <laughs> and it's speak now. I know. It's not like it's forgettable. I'm sorry. You should be. All right. Bye. Goodbye, fans. Goodbye, everyone. Kisses. Hugs and kisses. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.